What's up, Change the Channel podcast listeners? My name is Megan Grace, and this is another episode of Change the Channel podcast. Welcome back to the show. On today's episode, I am really, really excited to talk through kind of an old story or an old uh, channel change that happened for me in my life that was reimagined with a friend of mine um, a couple days ago. We were reconnecting. Um, they were going through kind of a heavy period in life as, let's just be honest, a lot of us are. And um, as we were talking, the emotions started flowing and I realized there is a channel that runs through so many of our minds that is almost this feeling of a vulnerability of showing emotion in front of people. And especially if those emotions are things around anxiety or sadness, or I don't know, lo and behold, bring about tears, like, oh, as if, can we just talk about how ridiculous it is that tears are somehow seen as a sign of weakness? A number of strong people that I know that uh, it's almost as if their eyes are doing bicep curls regularly by allowing the tears to flow. And they are the most tender, um, the strongest resolve humans that I know because they actually let those beautiful windows to the soul let some of the suffering and the sadness and the confusion and the angst and the anxiety pour from their eyes and out of their body. We talk about how wonderful it is to have a little bit less anxiety in your body. So within this, this interaction with this friend, and I'm actually going to be pretty uh, vague and sort of gloss over that particular story just for um, the, the sacredness of it. There are certain moments I feel like that will remind me of something, but the moment itself is meant to be sacred. So if you can imagine moving through some emotions with a friend, with a dear friend, and reminding, it was amazing, it just reminded me so much of a period and season of my life where I pretty much every day was having panic attacks. I would go to work. Um, I don't, I don't even know what it was, but there was so much of me that wanted to hide in the bathroom, hide under the reception desk. Um, a lot of unresolved stories within my body and within my being that were, um, just like right on the surface. And all it took was a look sideways and I was like up a wall inside and it takes me a bit to get there. Um, I can imagine a lot of you are also the same way. And so I remember when I was with my therapist, I, and this therapist, I swear he just, or counselor, he just had a way of cutting right through the bullshit and getting right to my heart in the most tender and sweet way. And I was in his office, was talking through, you know, the next wave and layer of things And my body just started moving into those very familiar feelings of a panic attack, you know, where the, your heart's racing, your mind's running, your 
um, whole body is just active. And it's as if you're being, I don't know, I always feel like it's as if I'm being chased by bees or something, or there's a lion that's underneath me or my worst fear of all, like a snake coming in some way. Um, I really, I don't know. For all you snake lovers out there, bless you. I just, just can't quite get there. So as, as I'm having this panic attack, my body is moving through all of this stuff. I am just mortified. I'm doing this in front of a trained counselor. We're in his office. This is where it's meant to happen. And I am still mortified. I'm trying to rein in these powerful feelings that are just like, trying to get out of me. It's as if, you know, the garbage truck came and hooked my trash. And as it was midway up trying to tip it over, I'm like pulling down and like fighting it. Like, no, 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 no. It's embarrassing. And I want you to see what's in that bin. No. Ugh. How many times do we do that in our lives? We're afraid for someone to see what might be in that bin. And so we hold Things that, things that are just literally weighing us down and oftentimes probably not even, not even true, but it's the ways that we see ourselves. We don't want anyone to see them. And so in that moment of vulnerability, after the, the panic attack had sort of run its course, um, you know, all the messiness just sort of poured out of my soul and my being and my body had finished like shaking and quaking and crying and, you know, all of the things. Um, I just remember looking up and I was so embarrassed and I was waiting for my counselor to be like, you know, all those familiar channels of you're too much. That's a lot. Um, uh, I don't, I just don't know if I can help you, you know, all of those things run through my mind. And he said to me, the powerful channel change was because, you know, The thing about a panic attack is that it is the exact same part of the brain that gets awakened whenever you're on a roller coaster. Like people pay good money to go to these amusement parks and to get on the rides and to like whip up and around and go upside down and be like so in their body and like a little bit terrified, but also super like elated He goes, people have to get on planes, drive for hours, wait in line and pay money for the same feeling that you are capable of doing literally on a Wednesday in your room as you move through, as you move through this stuff. And I will tell you, all of a sudden, I went from feeling like a shriveled, scared little girl to a different version of Wonder Woman. I possess this like amazing new reframe and channel change about things like panic and panic attacks to where he also said that if I can lean in to the panic, lean in and actually invite it to get bigger, which sounds crazy. He was like, it's like what it will do is it actually helps to drain some of the some of the like angst inside of you and you'll end up actually feeling even better afterwards because it's kind of like allowing again the trash man to pour all of the trash out of the out of the bin and drive away with it. 
And so my, my superpower started to become the thing that when I doesn't happen very often, but when I get to a space when I'm worked up and there is a need to do some spring emotional cleaning, the thing that used to terrify me more than anything, mortify me, like make me feel so vulnerable is now become my strength because I shifted my mindset around what was happening. Now, when I have a panic attack, which rarely happens, unfortunately now for me, um, it's, it's this feeling of like, hello, old friend, I know what to do with you. It's like the, the like, uh, excitement, the movement of, um, of all of that actually, uh, is feeling more like a familiar old friend than a glaring inconvenience or something that, that makes me feel like I need to run away and hide. So yeah, this, this change the channel podcast is more or less a sweet mini reminder because the more I've been talking to people, the more I've been kind of tapped into the collective, the more I've been feeling into my own self, um, anxiety is up. People are waking up in a state of, um, heaviness that I don't, I don't know if it's been that way really before. And so I wanted to hop on here and offer a minor anecdote, a little, you know, almost like a, a tincture of sorts for if you are moving through these feelings of anxiety and it ends up moving into a visceral physical experience of something like a panic attack, instead of seeing yourself as broken um, or stuck or um, embarrassing or overly vulnerable. You can see yourself as a bona fide badass that is spring cleaning anxiety that no longer serves you and allowing it to be fully expressed um, in the same type of way that you would feel the rush and anxiety of being on a roller coaster. Ah, isn't that amazing? Is anyone else... <laughs> Now, you would never sign up for this crew. You would never sign up for this, uh, this superpower. You know, this is not the cape and uh, tights and suit that, you know, most people are looking, looking to be. But if this is something that is happening to you and in your life um, and you'd like some support sitting with it, feel free to reach out. I, I love to, um, to be in that space, uh, with people to help them move through some of, some of these shifts. And then, um, lately I've also been following this amazing Instagram. Um, it's called rich.mind.co and they basically curate, um, a bunch of positive and uplifting, videos or quotes or things to help you as you're moving through your life in especially business or changing your mindset and success. So what I'm starting to notice is that number one, I get to change my own mind, um, the my own story of what I feel like when I am in a space of anxiousness. And second, I get to arm myself with tools that are supportive and are, um, like give me just that tiny minute 
um, of ease away from what I'm thinking about. I can get lost in this happy moment, this movie, and then go back to various versions of crushing it. So yeah. Um, thanks for sitting with me. Thanks for being with me on this little mini episode, but I just wanted to be there for my fellow, um, folks that feel and vacillate between anxiety and excitement. Also shout out to my tearful warriors, the ones that allow tears to fall from their eyes in the bravest ways. Thank you for transmuting the energy that, um, so many people are feeling and you just naturally, offer as a gift. Um, may the next time the tears fall from your eyes, remember, remember this moment, remember this little, this little pep talk that says you are doing the most and we appreciate you. Can I also say that on that note, I was talking to someone the other day and we were like, I feel like people that are sensitive, that are holding the collective and are also trying to keep things upbeat and happy deserve an extra, I don't know, an extra bonus or something. So we're waiting for those bonuses, waiting for those blessings. And in the meantime, we're just changing the channel and the way we see ourselves one message at a time. Thank you so much for joining me on Change the Channel podcast. Go forth. Remember, you're a badass. I'll see you next time.